0: Hello and welcome to the Healing Codes Podcast. I'm Julie Williams, your host, sending you weekly healing activations and inspirations to achieve and maintain full health and well-being. Today's episode is the first in a daily de-stress series, where I'll talk about ways stress can diminish your life force energy, ways to recognize it, and practical tools with guided meditations to de-stress on a daily basis. I'll cover the three main components of de-stressing in a meaningful way, including recovery, resilience, and revision. You'll learn about hidden and unconscious sources of stress and how to treat them using consciousness medicine on all levels of being physical, energetic, emotional, ancestral, and spiritual. Stress is something we all deal with at some point in our lives. It can be situational or chronic or both, depending on a variety of causes. While stress is a universal term, every person experiences it differently depending on their childhood conditioning, ancestral history, lifestyle choices, relationship dynamics, financial situation, just to name a few. Because stress comes in so many forms and across all contexts of life, it can be difficult to pinpoint its source in order to provide effective treatment options. Because of this, it calls for a whole-person approach to be able to treat stress in a way that can have the best effect of being able to de-stress in a meaningful and lasting way. The World Health Organization defines stress as a state of worry or mental tension created by a difficult situation. Their recommendations to treat stress are based on the standards of well-being such as eat well, Get enough sleep, exercise regularly, create meaningful connections, and interestingly enough, to limit exposure to social media and news. I wholeheartedly support these recommendations as they are foundational principles for general health and well being. They're also principles I personally live my life by. Yet, at the same time, mental health organizations have reported that stress has increased in the population by up to 20% from last year alone. This is alarming since the world isn't showing a tendency to slowing down, and we must get a handle on how to effectively de-stress in order to stay healthy. People experience stress in a variety of ways, including overwhelm, burnout, fatigue, anxiety, depression, physical illness, worry, reduced concentration and difficulty in engaging with everyday activities. This can be caused by feeling under pressure, facing big changes in life, not having control over a situation, having an overwhelming number of responsibilities and experiencing uncertainty. The more we experience stress on a daily basis, the more likely it is to become chronic over time with significant impact on health and life longevity. The world is moving at a faster and faster pace with an ever-increasing amount of information available at our fingertips. To keep up, we need to up our game in treating stress on an individual level. This means taking responsibility for it at a personal level, prioritizing a daily de-stress routine to keep things in check. This is my goal with this podcast series, to help you identify the types of stress that impact you the most and give you tools to support your self-care practice on all levels of being. I'll cover the traditional causes as well as more esoteric ones, which will help you to be able to break free from the cycle of stress. People often think of stress management as a way to help de-stress. But you know what? That makes it seem like stress is something that we've got no control over and is a necessary evil that just needs to be managed. Meditation, yoga, breathwork, and time in nature are ways to manage stress, but stress can't be fully released until the underlying causes are treated and transformed into something more life-affirming. What if I told you that you can significantly reduce and even eliminate stress from your life in three steps? First, focus on recovering from the effects stress has had on you up to this point. Second, build resilience to stressors so that they don't have a depleting effect on you. And third, revise unconscious patterns of old conditioning so that the hidden sources of stress are transformed into empowering states of being that will eliminate the source of unconscious stress. For example, stress can be caused by hidden factors such as ancestral entanglements, childhood conditioning, energetic disturbances, and spiritual fractures. Ancestral entanglements to the past can cause tension across the family soul which directly impacts your ancestral body. This results in draining your essential life force energy needed to recover when we experience stressful situations. If our ancestral body is weighed down by the burden of carrying pain, trauma, or suffering for our family soul, then this will cause stress deep within our soul, limiting our ability to access the strength and support of our ancestors that is needed to feel supported, safe, and buffered from the effects of stressful experiences. In my practice, I use movements of the Family Soul, Family Constellation work to release these ancestral entanglements that will release the stressors from the ancestral body. Childhood conditioning includes our core belief about ourselves and the world that are established in the first few years of life. These become locked down into our subconscious mind, creating the foundational structure of our identity that settles in over a lifetime. Over time, especially for those of us on the personal growth path, we outgrow these old beliefs and they become a limit to our ability to be able to create what we want in life. This causes a deep subconscious stressful inner conflict because if you go against the limiting beliefs to try to break free from the old conditioned childhood patterns, there's an overwhelming sense of self-doubt, fear, and worry, which are all stress factors. Using NLP, or Neuro Linguistic Programming, we can revise limiting beliefs into empowering ones that bring our desired outcomes into manifestation. This eliminates the inner conflict and repurposes your life force energy into more life-affirming ways. This is an example of how we can relieve stress and build resilience by revising old patterns such as limiting beliefs disturbances in our energy body which are the result of significant or traumatic events in childhood during the ages when our chakras auric layers and central channels are coming online will weaken our ability to stay energetically empowered these patterns of disturbances formed from birth to 28 from root to crown respectively will result in extra energetic weight carried by your spirit soul In times of stress, if the energy body is weak, blocked, or out of balance, we will experience the tension of stress through all of our energetic systems, meridians, and true essence of being. Like when you pinch a garden hose, the flow of water becomes stricted because of the added pressure. Our energy body is similar, which causes stress to the underlying energetic template we need for health and well-being. Our spiritual body can also become stressed if the soul has become fractured by traumatic events in life. This causes tension in our spiritual body as it becomes stretched out to try to include the fractured pieces. This creates a source of stress in the spiritual body which limits its ability to hold the pure life-giving energies of the divine needed to live in harmony. Restoring our spiritual framework to an intact and flowing place brings forward the ability to live in harmony in all situations, so that when stressful situations happen, we can more easily restore our equilibrium and reduce the effects of stress on our entire system. So now let's get into how we can begin to heal from stress in a way that allows for new ways of being to emerge, to support you to de-stress on all levels of being, to regain more energy, purpose and access your full potential. The first step is to bring the body matrix into a place where recovery from stressful effects is possible, eating whole foods, Getting restorative sleep, nurturing healthy connections and staying active are all ways to assist the mind and body in relieving the pressure of stress on the system. Nourishing your physical body through diet, exercise and sleep is essential to dig the system out of the hole that stress gets us into, which is the foundation of recovery. Because if you have been pushing yourself, burning the candle at all ends and not taking care of your physical body in a way to balance that out, you will become depleted. Over time, you'll dig yourself into a hole of depletion that you must first recover from before you can build resilience and revise old patterns. I learned the importance of recovery through participating in endurance sports, including triathlon, which requires a lot of training if you actually want to enjoy the race. I was a reliable mid-pack finisher, so I wasn't in it for the podium place, but I was in it for the fun of it and also to deepen my mind-body connection by pushing the limits of my comfort zone. I remember a coach once told me that you gain the most fitness through rest. This is a quote from Mark Allen, a six-time Ironman triathlon world champion. I remember thinking that if the world champ lived by this rule, I would too. The idea is that you need to give the body time to recover from the stress of training in order to build more fitness. If you don't, you're just depleting and diminishing the effects of your training efforts. This will lead to frequent injuries, adrenal fatigue, and burnout, which I experienced all of before I really valued recovery in my training and life in general. It is a little counterintuitive that resting builds fitness, but when you can embrace this as a tried and true methodology, it will help you take that first step of learning to de-stress in a more effective way. As many first steps of breaking free of old patterning, this can be tough for some people to be able to commit to making the positive changes. This is due to the deeper underlying patterns of stress that I'll cover in later episodes of limiting beliefs like fear of failure and ancestral entanglements of fear of not belonging. Ultimately, change begins with a choice, and the choice to change your relationship with stress begins by taking your power back and making lifestyle choices to allow your system to recover from situational and chronic stressors. These changes don't have to be monumental, they can be as simple as taking time in your day to sit quietly and breathe for 10 uninterrupted minutes. Even better if you can do this three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. Can you commit to your greatest good by agreeing to give yourself at least 10 minutes three times a day to be still, breathe, and clear the mind? It is these small steps that will allow you to begin to feel the benefits of giving yourself recovery time during each day that will allow you to commit more fully to prioritizing self-care in your daily life. Waiting for your yearly holidays to relax isn't going to cut it. It is the small incremental changes that will make the biggest difference in the long term. To be perfectly honest, this is why most people won't sit still in silence and just breathe, because they don't want to face what's underneath. But here's the hard truth. If you don't, it will eat away at you over time, which will lead to more serious disorders that can become life-threatening. I remember once talking to a friend who was suffering from IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, due to stresses from work. Their mindset was that they needed to work hard, no matter what the consequences were, to provide for their family. For them, stress was a small price to pay, even if it caused them pain, fatigue, and lost work days when the IBS flared up. I listened with compassion and complete understanding of how this stress was serving them. They had to work to the point of being stressed out in order to feel that they were providing enough for their family. I then offered them this reframe. Yes, but if you continue to work at this pace without addressing stress, this will ultimately lead to more serious health issues that will more deeply interfere or even take away your ability to be able to work and provide for your family in the long term. This hit home for them, and I soon saw them making positive changes in their life around adding self-care. They are now thriving in a way where stress is still a part of their life, but how they respond to it is different. It no longer gets to a point where it makes them ill. Instead, it's become a sign that they need to step up their self-care to allow for their system to recover in real time, diminishing the negative effects of stress on their health. This is another important factor to being able to access the choice to allow recovery time, which is to identify how is this stress serving you? What good things comes to you from being stressed? Here's some common ones that I see in my clinical practice. I know I'm working hard enough if I feel stressed. Stress motivates me to focus. If I'm not stressed, I'm not trying my hardest. Stress is a part of the package of being successful. So the good things that come from stress are then feeling good enough, being successful, and doing one's best. These are pretty compelling reasons to keep things as is. The key to making permanent changes is to preserve the value, but in a different way than it having to be tied to stress. This helps the recovery part of the de-stress process, to acknowledge the positive outcome and find new ways to have these be true, believing in yourself, knowing you are loved, defining success in positive milestones, believing that you work your hardest and you must add self-care to keep it your strongest. These are a few examples of how to take back your power from the stressors in life. So schedule some time in your day just to relax and breathe, preferably on your own, so that you can condition your mind to become quiet. Ask yourself how being stressed is serving you and how you can preserve the value but create a new way to achieve it. Give yourself nourishing foods to support emotional equilibrium. Prioritize sleep that will allow you to recover naturally during normal sleep cycles. Work towards quieting the mind since it is the overactive mind that creates the most internal stress. Quieting the mind will also allow you to draw to the surface the underlying patterns that need to be addressed at a holistic level such as limiting beliefs, ancestral entanglements, energetic disturbances, and spiritual tension that I'll be covering in the next episodes of the De-Stress series. Thank you for listening today. It was an honor to hold space for you. If you're interested in finding out more about me and my work and my offerings, please visit my website at www.consciousness-medicine.com where you can also sign up for my free e-newsletter and stay connected on social media.